0: Welcome back to to Tarot's Life. We continue our Australian Pacing Gold special. And I've seen some big hands across the journey, but there's quite a big hand from Monarch Farm. And Margaret Donoghue joins us. Margaret, firstly, how are you and whereabouts are you today?
1: We're at a place called Matapeli, which is just outside of west of Ipswich near Brisbane. Can and it's cloudy and overcast, and we've had plenty of rain. <laughs> Very good. I reckon
0: uh, we've had plenty of rain in Melbourne too. It just keeps coming, the rain. So if uh, your grass is going as good as mine. We've got two and a half acres, and time we finish mowing, we've nearly got to start again. So is it like that up there as well?
1: <laughs> I just put a couple of mares and foals around the lawn. <laughs> <Does> that works. <laughs> Do you really? Is that how you really around the house? Oh, they're around the house at the moment, yes.
0: Couple of them. Um, just older men. Yeah, very good. Oh, I've got a number of things to talk to you about, but well, I wouldn't mind knowing, go right back to the start. What got you into harness racing? It's a family uh, affair, I think.
1: Oh, my grandfathers, on both sides, parents, they were involved with harness racing. Yep. And my parents and my uncles, brothers, it's just a natural get drawn into it, I guess. I always liked the horses, so... Yeah. You know, we started off with the ladies' races, and then I got a real job for a while, for 10 years. I was worked for Bullens Line Park. Yeah. And then I thought, well, what am I going to do now? Because they sold the place at Bentley, and I thought, well, I need something to do, and the only other thing I know is horses. So I started selling them, and from there it just grew. I I stood some stands at Stud for people. mm and I was selling horses mainly, and then I started to get more brood meat. And then it's just progressed from there.
0: There, there was a really good stallion up there in the 90s, Speed King.
1: Yes. He yeah, did. lovely, lovely stallion. Yeah, wasn't he? And he,
0: you stood yes. him. Yes, I did. Amongst others. But, cheesy did a good job, I reckon, Speed King. and it, uh, In my mind, he crossed so well with fake left, but maybe, maybe I'm, I've got that wrong.
1: He did, but he crossed well with uh, quite a few mares yeah. because he was just that nice outcross and he was just a lovely stay in the handle. Um, you know, and was, I think he had 17 winners out of his first 24 in the crop.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wouldn't surprise me, you know. He was a really good stallion.
1: So. And he was the first season sire, uh, leading sire in a, you know, for, that, for that year.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: that was a really good thing for him, a big thing.
0: And then... That evolves to, do you stand any stallions at the
1: moment? No.
0: But you breed a lot of horses. So you've evolved into breeding, into a breeding operation? Breeding,
1: Yes, and we have a lot of mares here, and they fold here. We fold probably 45, 48 mares that we fold this season.
0: Yeah, wow. And one of them on Christmas Day, you got a taste of Paris for your Christmas, I believe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we did. We had we had one on Christmas Eve, one on Christmas Day, and they just fitted the next one in for New Year's.
0: <laughs> oh, really? They, they did well. Yeah, they did. They ruined all your day. All, all the feature holidays were taken up. And <laughs> the reference for those that uh, wouldn't be playing along at home, Paris Highlights Fold on Christmas Day. So, And I, I, she's probably a good way to kick it off. And actually, my brother's got a share in a horse called Balboa Rock.
1: Oh, has he? He'd be a happy fellow then.
0: Yeah, he is, actually. It was a, it was a great year for Balboa Rock, came up, won that a uh, 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 APG final at uh, Albion Park, won, uh, and you've got a, a filly by Always Be Mickey in this crop of your 12 I do. that's out of Paris Highlights.
1: I do. Lovely filly. Nice and athletic looking. Nice long legs. Yep. Yeah, quite an attractive filly. So there's. So I, I think that I think there should be a few people that would be interested in her. They'd be silly not to.
0: I would think so. He, his story's actually interesting. He went through, picked her out, uh, picked Rocky uh, Balboa Rock out uh, from the pedigree pages, and thought. Then he watched the uh, parade, and he picked it as the best in the parade as well. And online, this was. And then when Summit Bodstock bought her, he was straight on the phone saying, "I want to share in it." <laughs>
1: Well, I believe that um, Clayton Tonkin, he his father, or something, had had Paris Affair, which ah, is in the third dam. So yeah, that yeah. was the connection there, and he was quite interested in him. So it was a good choice.
0: It was a good choice. So you've got twelve in the sales, six Phillies, six colts, and there's eighty three Queensland lots, and there's a hundred thousand dollar colt and Phillies race in Queensland for APG in
1: Queensland. Yeah, or or you can or you can go in the final race, which is in Sydney, and Melbourne for 150000
0: So with 83 lots, the the numbers stack up pretty well in the buyer's favour, if you ask me, when you add all those races in they're eligible for.
1: Yes. Yeah, there's very, very good money. Um, why wouldn't you want to buy a youngster? You know, if you were going to buy it anyway, you'd buy it from Queensland just because there had bonuses, the APG racing, you know, your triads and everything. It's just good money on offer for your young horses.
0: Yeah, well, that that Queensland bonus is through the roof, isn't it? I, I, I don't know it all exactly, but there's a first-win bonus and a second-win bonus, and it's big money.
1: Yes, it's 14000 for the first-win bonus um, at any age. So, you know, if your horse doesn't make it as a two-roll, you can still win that as a three-roll, which is really nice. Yes. Yeah, so and you know, it's certainly helped our breeding industry along up here. There's no doubt about that.
0: Oh, it certainly does. You can win a race at Redcliffe and walk away with $17,000 for the first pro- <laughs> for first place, which has happened with people, you know, like a horse might not be a superstar. There's one with Courtney Slater at the moment, good time Roy. He's only won one race and it was at Redcliffe, but with the bonus uh that cuz he won it up there was it makes it really profitable.
1: Well, it doesn't matter where he wins it as long as it's in Queensland. It doesn't matter at what (laughs) track.
0: Tell us about some of the stallions. There's an intriguing stallion, Fear the Dragon, right? And there's a little horse called Komodo who's just won a feature race down here, and he's only a tiny little thing, about 350 kilos. And Fear the Dragon's got a wonderful record in America and from very small crops in Australia. He's done a wonderful job as well.
1: Yes, he has. Um, Shannon Price bought the horse's name to me talking to her there one, one day, and I thought, oh, yeah, I'll breed a couple. So I'm pleased to know that he does have smaller stock because the only two smaller ones I have in the sale of the the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the one, Lot 83, which is out of uh, that's better, it's a mare that they raced. Um, she's a better's delight mare. Yeah. And he looked very similar to the better's delight, but and he's not very big, but when he stretches out and he moves, even at a trot, he's got a very, very long reach. And even the out of uh, Dolly Mac Lombo, um, she's not very big either. Um, the cult she had last year was about 15 hands. She was a McWicked. So it's obviously the stay yeah. So she's a tough little thing. Nobody puts anything over her. She <laughs> yeah. wants to be boss. <laughs> even though she's little? <laughs> even though she's little.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Might be That might be a bit of misty maiden coming out from all those generations ago.
1: Might might be, but um usually yeah, she gets on well. But she only gets on well with the with the um main girls in the pack. the
0: the, the ones that obey she, it.
1: She she just likes to, no, she just likes to run with the ones that are more or less in charge.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: That suits her. So so I how, do, how
0: oh. do you choose stallions, et cetera? Do you go riding the crosses? Do you have someone help you out or how how does all that happen when you're choosing stallions?
1: No, I, I just choose the stallions myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a little bit, you try to have a look at what they might cross this with and then you, you know, if you get to see some of the foals, she can then look at what contributes with your mare mm. and what might look good with your mare because it's not just a matter of what's on paper. You also have to have a look at your mare and, you know, her temperament, the way she stands, her build, you know, a few different things. And then you can just go from there, um, you know, like the bling ons, they've always been really nice to handle.
0: Yeah, okay. Um,
1: but down by the seasides are very nice to handle. Yep. Um, I'm not saying the others are not, but they just tend to be just naturally quiet. That's just how they are.
0: Yeah, they take a bit less work to get to that same position, if that makes sense.
1: Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, I mean, our breeding has come ahead in leaps and bounds in years because the ones that we handled years ago got to take, tw- take you a month just to get them quiet. <laughs> These. These you just put them in the stables, you know, and they they just want to walk up and get patted, and they like you to catch them and be with them. With, not what like they used to be, the older breed.
0: Yeah, okay. With, with so many as well, how do you spread your time out across a day?
1: Um, busy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not Not a lot of sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and you're just,
1: just grooming grooming the boys this morning and doing them. So the girls are this afternoon.
0: Yeah, okay, very good. Uh, Look, Margaret, best of luck with the sale. The 12 yearlings, six fillies, six colts. There's a variety there of families. We can't go through every one of them. uh, It'd be too much, but there's different stallions, there's different families, and there's something on offer for everyone. And 83 lots at the Gold Coast sale, and uh, there's every chance you might just have the winner once again, like Balboa Rock was uh, last year.
1: Well you might be because we've got lot one and three we more or less start the sale and we we've got lot eighty three which sort of ends the sale. So they yeah. don't want to be late there getting on seeing Versace woman, but the Sashi woman with the Tin Tin America, she's a very nice filly. Yep. And also the rock and roll dance cult. Lovely cult.
0: The lot three, they had a win to hold. Yes. Yeah, very good. So you bookend it too, first lot and lot 83. So they've stretched it out right across as well. So <laughs> just uh, do me a favour and uh, keep uh, monitor how many steps you take on sales day as well. Because I reckon you might take a few steps that day.
1: Uh, I, I don't think there'll be any more than what I'm taking here. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, true, very true.
1: <laughs> Margaret,
0: thanks so much for joining us. Best of luck on the sales day and uh, we'll follow closely along with all your
1: yearlings. All right, thanks very much, Toby.
0: Let's clear our final commitment of Trots Live for your Tuesday edition. And we'll come back the other side and wrap it up and hand this package, this wrapped up parcel, over to the trackside crew.